The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Season 3 of Students of Mind, the podcast that's all about opening up and normalizing discussions about mental health in ways that anyone can comprehend. In the first two seasons, we sat down with mental health experts and survivors to give you a full circle picture of each topic. In this new season, we will continue to explore the world of mental health through the insights of experts, healers, and individuals with lived experience. From alternative healing modalities to living with multiple illnesses, this season we will cover a wide range of topics with the help of a diverse selection of guests. My name is Jade, and for today's episode, I'm joined by Jade George to talk about Reiki for mental health. I hope by listening to the show, you're able to learn something new and gain some encouragement through hearing our experts and listening to the journeys of our guests. However, this show is not a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have about your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Students of Mind podcast. Today's guest is Jade George. Jade is a lactation consultant, doula, childbirth educator, and Reiki master. In our discussion today, we talk all about Reiki and how it can help with mental health. All right. Good morning, Jade. Thank you so much for being here today. 
Good morning, Jay. Thank you for having me. I know. I'm excited to be here. We are named twins. This is exciting. Named twins. I know. I saw your name and I was like, I just want to do it because her name's Jay. I love that. Um, before we get into the topic of today, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do? Yes, so my name is Jade. Um, I identify as the womb goddess. I am a Reiki master. I'm also a lactation consultant and doula childbirth educator. Um, I wear many hats, especially in the womb world. Um, and uh, yeah, I love what I do. I think that everybody should have um, experiences with womb work and reiki and healing um everyone should have lactation support everyone should have doula support and so i'm just here to chat about some of those things thank you so much for having me of course it's so interesting because my mom when i was growing up she was a lactation consultant and she actually wrote a book called The Black Woman's Guide to Breastfeeding. And so when I was growing up, um, I was going to conferences and all of these events with her for lactation consultants and doulas and midwives. So I was in that community. Gosh, we have another I And my mom, we... my mom is a Reiki master as well. So crazy. Oh, my gosh. I'm... I need to just come and yeah. visit with mom and we can all For sure. <laughs> do lunch because I would love to meet and chat with her. Um, I I didn't know that becoming a lactation consultant was an option growing up. To me, everybody talks about, you know, doctors and lawyers and police officers and all of these things. Nobody was like, actually, you can help people breastfeed. So once I had my son who just turned six oh, this wow. weekend I was introduced to breastfeeding and then I was like, okay, this is something that I want to do. This is something that I want. I want other people to have the experience that I was able to have. That's beautiful. Yeah. The the doula mama, midwife mama, lactation consultant mama relationship is so beautiful. So I'm so, it's so cool that you're working in that space. Yeah. Thank you. We didn't even talk about that, which is so just such a parallel. I'm I'm excited yeah, about this conversation. Me too. Um so today we're talking about Reiki. Um something that I I think if you're in a specific space you know about, but outside of certain spaces it's not talked about much. So I'm really excited to have you talk about it today. Um my first question is just like what is Reiki? Um, and yeah, can you explain to us what Reiki is? Yes. Um, so Reiki is a Japanese, Japanese healing technique, um, that helps with stress reduction. And I wrote some notes because I was like, okay, I do this all day, every day, but like, let me form it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> stress reduction, relaxation and healing. Uh, so one of the ways that I love to explain it to my clients is that we know that everything is energy, right? We learn that in school, everything is energy. Everything is made up of energy. And with Reiki, the what can be done is to manipulate that energy to heal in whatever ways. Um, because we know that everything is energy, we know that the feelings and the emotions that we have are also energy. So... When we've gone through experiences or trauma um, through childhood or through relationships and connections, then sometimes we get 
uh, energetic blockages or emotional blockages. And Reiki can be a tool that is used to facilitate and manipulate that energy to healing. Um, or even the stress relief or sleeping or pain relief. Reiki really can be used. And because it is the manipulation of energy, we know that everything is energy. We really can use it for any and everything. Um, so I also put here that Reiki can assist with shifting and clearing blockages, transmuting through them. Um, I love to look at Reiki as like an energetic massage. And when we think about physical massages, they're like, oh, you should get one once a month and or at least a few times a year because your body gets those kinks and those knots and from sitting wrong or sleeping wrong, standing wrong, running a marathon, just whatever you're doing in your, your life that could cause you physical tension or we think of Reiki the same way. It's like an energetic massage where you might've gone, you know, to this place and it brought up something that you had been through and it caused the blockage or a kink here or there. And so Reiki is just a good way to massage those things out and, and help transmute them. Yeah. I like that. That way of describing it as like an energetic massage. That's, that's really how it feels. Yes. Yes. Um, so what, what led you into becoming a Reiki master? Oh, that's such a beautiful journey. Um, I was going through things in my life that I was like, okay, my responses to these things don't seem, I won't use the word normal, but me. I really like to look at healing as a journey back to yourself, right? Removing and stripping all of the preconceived notions and thought processes of everyone else that um, have been put on you at whenever, you know, any time in your life. And so with Reiki, it really allowed me to really just get on a path to become the best version of myself, to be as connected to my higher self as possible, um, to just really... To be honest, I want to say that like the birth of my son really put me on a healing journey and a healing path because I really wanted to be the best parent that I could be to him. Um, I didn't want him experiencing some of the things that I experienced growing up. And I really wanted to just be the best version of myself that I could be to allow and facilitate him being the best version of himself that he could be. Um, a lot of times we recreate the patterns that we've experienced in our childhood just because it's all we know. It's all we've seen. It's all we've seen. It's all we've experienced. And so I really wanted to not do that again. I really wanted to, you know, walk into gentle parenting and just be more intentional with raising him and allowing him to be himself, um, and raising him to be himself authentically. And so I was like, okay, well, in order to raise him that way, I have to be able to be myself authentically. And what does that look like? What does that mean? Um, and so my Ricky teacher who is amazing, I actually found her on Twitter. Um, it's such a funny story. She does these threads about like astrological signs and Joe button replied to her. And I saw that and went and followed her and she does monthly cleanses where like it's Libra season. So we're going to use the properties of what Libra season is bringing to us, the energy. And 
we're going to use Reiki to expand on that. Um, and so I just signed up for those every month for a minute. And then she was like, I'm offering a once in a lifetime chance to, um, teach students how to become Reiki masters. And I was like, I cannot afford this. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, but I'm going to this class. And I did. It started like March of 2020, which the world shut down shortly after we started our class. Um, But everybody that I was in that class with are like family to me now. We've been um, three years. We'll be Ricky Masters in a minute. And uh, maybe it passed, I think, June. June made three years. And we've just like been, or maybe two years, next June will make three years. Um, we've really just been on this journey together. We support each other. We send each other healing if we need it. Um, <laughs> we, uh, just like anything else, right? Doing Reiki on yourself is great, but when somebody else does it, it's like, okay, I felt that way. <laughs> that hit different than if I would have done yeah. it myself. Um, so it's really, not only did I, allow myself to step into a role that I I didn't even know I was supposed to be doing. I've always had, um, just like a kind spirit, a gentle spirit, a loving spirit. But I look back now and realize that I've always been a healer and stepping into this as a line of work, as a passion was just divinely orchestrated. And I'm happy that I followed my gut and I listened and I took the chance because I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna pay for this class, but it got paid for every single month. And it was the best decision that I could have made because the community that came with it is like nothing else that I've truly experienced. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I was gonna say, it sounds like the community that came with with the training and and becoming this type of healer is like unreplaceable yeah literally unreplaceable um I have not found or you know I want to create a similar community but I haven't found another community even in like workspaces or um just anywhere else that can replicate the community that was created through our healing sessions and we learn so much. Uh, my teacher teaches us so selfishly. I mean, so selflessly. Um, she really like pours into us, teaches us, guides us. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a beautiful experience. And if I did nothing right, I signed up for the class. I followed her first and then I signed up for the class and it's been on ever since. That's great. I love that. Um, so talking more about Reiki um, and like how it can help people, um, I want to ask specifically about like mental health. Um, how can Reiki assist people with any mental health challenges that they're having? Um, so Reiki is really good for anxiety, for things like depression, for um, perspective shifts. A lot of times I think about the way that we look at things and how we could look at things. And I was just having this conversation recently um, where I just had someone that I was talking to and there was a shift from like 
here to there, but because they were in the thick of it, they couldn't see it. And so being the person on the outside, I'm able to be like, okay, but actually you've shifted towards this direction and no, you're not where you want to go. You're not at your end goal yet, but taking these small steps, doing Reiki consistently, like I think about it as an onion and every time you do a session, one outer layer is peeled away. And so if you don't start, then nothing gets peeled away, right? Even using, you know, different forms of healing. I feel like what I love about Reiki is that the effectiveness of it, like you literally can feel the shifts happening. You can feel your body responding, your energetic systems responding to the energetic shifts that are happening as the session's going on. And usually those shifts last about two weeks past the actual session, because you have to think when you shift one thing, everything around it then starts to shift as well. Um, so I personally use Reiki for grounding. Like I think about how often before becoming a healer and even still now with being a healer, I find myself ungrounded. And when I'm ungrounded, my traits are I lose things very easily. I misplace things all the time. And it's like important things like my car keys <laughs> or like things I can't leave the house without. Um, and so I remember I had like a traumatic situation and then it wasn't to me. It was to someone really close to me. And so then I lost my car key in my car. It came off the key ring and, and I literally took me three hours looking for it. I ended up having to get my car towed and having to get a new key made. And when I think back, I was like, I was so ungrounded. I was so ungrounded. And so some other grounding practices that are great for mental health are going outside and putting your feet in the grass and feeling the earth and feeling the ground. Um, really just like, paying attention to all of your senses, like naming one thing you can smell, one thing you can see, one thing you can hear, one thing you can taste, one thing you can feel, and really just allowing yourself to be back into your body. But one of the, uh, my teacher teaches us spiritual hygiene. Um, so it's something that, you know, I don't really know that, you know, many people do, but for us it is it was ingrained into our trainings because you don't want to be energetically sloppy. You don't want the things that you might be experiencing as a healer, as you're manipulating this energy for one of your clients to get on them. You don't want what they're going through to get on you. So really creating boundaries and layers between you and the session to get, you know, effective while not transferring energy. Um, and one of the things that we start off with every time is grounding, really grounding your client, allowing them to be physically present in their body, because a lot of times we drift, we drift mentally, we're going through something, we're in our heads a lot. And so really bringing yourself back to being present in your body is something that really can help with mental wellness because it just allows us to be back present, right? Like not in our heads, not thinking about what's coming next, what happened before, what's, where we're going, what we're doing, how we're getting there, what am I doing now and how can I be present in this moment? And I feel like, Ricky, especially the way that I do it involves 
grounding you and allowing you to be present and, and physically in your body to get out of your head as much, then it gives you a clearer perspective of like, okay, where is this going? How am I getting there? Here are some things that came up in your session. Here are some tools, some crystals, things that can work for you that will allow you to navigate where you're going or where you want to be or where you're coming from a lot easier. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's just it is great it leads right into my next question i was gonna ask like if someone was coming to get reiki for the first time like what should they expect what what is a session like yeah um so a reiki session is a relaxing experience um it is a hands-off experience so in any session you will not be touched physically um, usually hands hover above the body, but no physical, actual touch. Um, if I have a personal relationship with my clients, like I'm doing a friend and I have a personal relationship with them. Like I had one client that was a friend of mine and I felt called to like rub her hair. Like, you know how your grandmother used to do when she was putting you to sleep? Like that was what came up in the session. And so I felt comfortable doing that with her because we had a personal relationship outside of me just doing a session for her. But for the most part, you it should be a completely hands-off experience. Reiki can also be done long distance. So you do not actually need to be present. The energy can be manipulated across any time dimension. So wherever you are, I if I'm doing a long distance sessions, a session, I always ask my clients to lay down and cut on something relaxing for them. Um, I have had a client who finds guitars relaxing. And so I've sent her like an eight hour guitar stream on <laughs> YouTube to relax too. I have some clients where like birds and rain sounds are relaxing. And so I'll send them something just to help them and help facilitate as least distractions as possible. Um, if we're in person, I'll set that environment as well. I'll light an incense and have it going close by. Um, I will have the client lay down. I'll cut on something relaxing just to have the environment as peaceful and as least disruptive as possible. Um, because a lot of times like I've done sessions in the park, so there's still cars passing. I've done sessions in homes. I've done sessions a lot of different places. And so 
having that music on, but not like in headphones, just in the surrounding area is really helpful um, to get them to disengage from everyday life and kind of allow them to drift and facilitate the work that I'm going to do. Um, and then from there, once you're, you're laying down or sitting in a chair and, and kind of relaxed, it's just a session where hands are either hovering flat or in any way right above the body. And the energy is just being moved and shifted and manipulated. You usually start from the feet and work up towards the head. So working through those chakras, um, starting from like root all the way up and unbind, you know, untwisting anything that's twisted, unblocking anything that's blocked. Um, usually there might be a little bit of a buzz or a tingle that the client might feel during the process, but ultimately it should be a very deep relaxation. Um, and then towards the end of the session, like once you've done, you know, from foot to head and work through everything, it, that can take anywhere between 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how the client does their sessions. I do mine for 30 to 45 minutes, and then I'll use that last chunk of time to discuss anything that came up intuitively in the session. So if your throat chakra needed extra work or had something visual that came up, I'll discuss that. Um, I also always pull a crystal card for my clients to see like, okay, this is the crystal that resonates with you the most. You should look into getting it. Um, it would be helpful in these ways. So any messages that come up during the session, I'll use that last chunk of time to discuss if I'm done around the 30, 35, 40 minute mark, I'll leave them in that deep trance like state for another 10 to five minutes. And then I usually kind of bring them back around 45 minutes or so, and then use that last 15 minutes to kind of discuss anything that came up in the session. Um, drinking lots of water after the session, eating full meals after a session. That is not the time to diet or skip meals or fast. Moving energy is a lot of work. Your body's going through a lot of transitions and transformations during that time frame. So you can become easily ungrounded if you're not eating full meals and drinking water. Um, no heavy exercise the same day. Usually that can start within 24 hours of the session, 12 to 24 hours of the session and no alcohol, um, no um, substances, none of these things, because all of these things can easily unground you. And so the whole point of the session is to ground and clear some of those blockages or transformations. Um, specifically speaking with womb healing for me, like womb healing is something that I specialize in as well as I offer period Reiki. So that is something different that I created. Um, I know a lot of times as people with periods, we go through a lot of PMS and, um, like physical aches from our period coming soon. So like the tender breasts, the headaches, the bloating, the heavy periods, I created a system that allows for your period to be less disruptive to your life. Um, so it's like one of my favorite things to do 
soon I plan to start a subscription service for it where every month it'll just automatically set close to whenever your period is supposed to come. Um, I'm still working on that as far as logistically, but the system set up and I can still send it. I just don't have like the automated part down, like where people can just pay, set up a subscription and it automatically comes to them. Um, but for those things specifically for me, those are like near and dear to my heart. I think about like all of the, what we know about people with wombs is that when your grandmother is pregnant with her daughter, she's also carrying her grandchild because the daughter has eggs already as this um, gestation who's, who's growing in a baby that's growing inside of the womb, which means any traumas, any emotions, any feelings that your grandmother has are then passed down to you automatically because you are physically living inside of this womb. And so when I think about ancestral healing and womb healing, it's really like off top three generations deep, right? Just like as soon as you walk out the door and then from there, even getting deeper, these are the things that come up for me when I think about womb healing and why I specialize in it and why it's so important to me because what are we passing down to our grandchildren? Right. How are we changing this narrative in the direction that our lineage and our legacies are going? And this is one of the ways that I love to contribute to that. Yeah, that's so amazing. I've never heard of this type of like Reiki work specifically focusing on that area. So that's that's really cool. And I I love how you like open up space after a session to talk about what came up. I think that's so valuable. Um, Like I know in Reiki sessions I've had, having that addition to it would have probably been so beneficial for me. Um, So yeah, it's so cool hearing all of the things you add to your process to make it more like holistic. It really sounds like a holistic process. It is. It's to me, it's a really intimate experience. Like you are trusting me as this person to guide, shift and manipulate this energy for you. And so I want to make sure, you know, I cherish that. I cherish it as the intimate space that it is. And so I want to make sure that you also have space to share what your experience was, how it felt for you, what came up for you during this time frame. And we kind of work together to talk about next steps. Um, I even give um, the crystal recommendation and I also give five affirmations to my clients just as something for them to carry forward with to keep them, um, again, a little bit more grounded, a little bit more present and allow them to kind of really mentally work towards whatever we were working on in the session. That's really beautiful. I uh, One last question about Reiki. Um, I, I wanted to ask if there's, in general, like, are there certain people who you recommend Reiki for? Um, or does it just depend, like, where a person is in their life? I think that there's nobody that I don't recommend mm. Reiki for. Um, 
I love doing Reiki on my pregnant doula clients with permission, obviously, because ethics. And um, I really love doing that. Like, I love doing Reiki literally from like conception through postpartum. Um, to me, it makes for a better experience for pregnancy, a better experience for labor, a better experience postpartum. Um, I also love doing Reiki. Infants can receive Reiki. My son gets Reiki all the time. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing over there? Why are you, what are you doing to me? And I'm like, I just need you to calm down. <laughs> It's getting close to bedtime. I'm going to need you to get to go to bed. <laughs> so there, you know, there's nobody that wouldn't benefit from receiving Reiki. Even, you know, like I said, we are all born with some ancestral history. We are all born with something that we're carrying that probably doesn't belong to us. And so I am thankful that I know what I know because I can start him way earlier, you know, on giving him the tools and the things that he needs to be able to process life because life is hard. It is hard. And so I really just look at all of these things as tools to be able to navigate, cope, deal with and get through our experiences in life and be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. So there is not a soul that I would say doesn't deserve Reiki. There are times animals can receive Reiki. So sometimes I'm like, that dog looks sad. I'm going to say <laughs> that doggy some Reiki. You can't. Yes, doggy. Here you go. Because that looks sad or tired. Um, You know, like, like animals who look tired or, I mean, I don't do this all the time because also doing energy work takes energy for me. So if I'm doing it all day, then I'm depleting myself, which is why it's so important to make sure that when you are setting up your prices for doing Reiki and being a healer, I am tired. Like I have done all of these things to manipulate this energy in this way. And so now I need to replenish myself. And so um, really making sure that people are pricing for themselves effectively and right. honorably um, because it is, it's work, it's actual work. And so that's why I'm not just walking around sending out energy work all day because I'm like, okay, no, <laughs> but everybody should get Reiki. Yeah, I, I love that because my next question is about self-care and it's, I, I know that as anyone working who works with like one-on-one -on -one, it's really important to have that self-care incorporated um so this is a question that I'm asking everyone this season because um I've just in the past year have had to take a lot of time for self-care and have really realized the importance of it um, and so I just want to ask, love, what is one thing that you do each day to maintain your mental wellness? I love this question. Um, I am such a person who loves a conversation in a flow. So I, I really didn't like think about it too hard. Cause I was like, I really want to answer it <laughs> genuinely. Um, one of the things that I have incorporated into 
my daily routine are card pulls. Um, so I am not a huge tarot person. I really, to me, tarot is like a language to understand. And I haven't learned that language completely. I have like bits and pieces of it. Um, so I have one to two, I have three to four decks that I pull from every single day. Um, and they're all, um, not tarot decks, but why can't I think of the name of, um, Oracle decks? Um, I had to look <laughs> at it. Uh, they're all just like different Oracle decks. Like one's a moon one. Um, one's a really cool one that is like the rebel deck, which tells you off every time you get a card. It's like, it's called the Oracle with an attitude. It's very, it can be rude sometimes, but sometimes I need that. Sometimes I need like that reality. Everything's not always rainbows and sunshines and sparkles. And sometimes I need to hear like, you need to get off the sofa and go work out. And I'm like, okay, I'm going now. So that deck does a really great job at um, just giving me that realism. So I'll do every morning, um, I'll do just a setup of like, okay, four moon cards and then three of the rubble and then one of like an affirmation deck that I have. And I'll just allow that to guide my day. Like one time, um, I got a card and it says something like, oh, your commitment's being tested. And then I had something happen that day that was like, oh, you didn't get approved for this thing that you were trying to accomplish or achieve. And I was like, ah, okay, this is what we were talking about this morning. Great. Now I'm going to go harder, you know, and versus like, had I not had that information, I could have possibly felt defeated or I could have just deflated my momentum and where I was attempting to go. So it doesn't have to be a tarot deck. It doesn't have to be, it can be whatever you resonate with, but just waking up first thing in the morning, even before I get my son up and just doing a quick lightning incense and doing a quick pull of whatever cards I feel called to that day and just being like, okay, let's see how this goes. And then sometimes I even take the time out to write about it in the evening to be like, okay, this came into play in these ways. Um, it's, it's something that has been something that I didn't know I needed, didn't know that I needed. Um, and now that I've been doing it, it's been really helpful to me. And just again, another tool that I use to guide myself and keep myself going and motivated or sad if that's what I am that day or whatever I am, but making space to allow myself to be whatever it is that I'm feeling. Great. Yeah. I love that. I also, um, I used to pull cards to help with the journaling. So I love that sometimes you journal after because that can be so transformative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was something else that I was doing. Um, one of my um, Ricky Master community members, she um, told me about, it, it's called brain dumping, where as soon as you wake up in the morning, you just write whatever is in your head. And what it does is it gives you a clean slate to allow you to have more intentional and productivity during the day, because all of the random thoughts that are floating around in your head now have, ha they have a space to exist. So brain dumping is also something that I do. 
sometimes and that is also super helpful okay great well uh lastly i want to ask for people who may be interested in uh getting some reiki from you or any other services what are some ways that people can contact you and stay up to date with what you're doing yes so um they my website is the wombgoddess.co um and then on instagram i am at the wombgoddess and um Soon I will have an Etsy shop up and running, which will also be the Womb Goddess Co. So these are all places that you can find me. Um, I would love to hear from whoever wants to communicate, whether it's just to talk, whether it's questions and more, you know, they want more information about Reiki. I'm open for like conversations and communication. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I learned so much. (laughs) Um, And I think a lot of people are going to learn a lot from this. So thank you for taking the time to be here today. Thank you so much for having me, Jade. I love, love, love being here. And I'm so thankful and can't wait to have more conversations with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Students of Mind. It was such a pleasure to have Jade on the show, and I really enjoyed our conversation. So if you're interested in following Jade and hearing more or seeing more about her work, please refer to the description of this episode. As always, if you're interested in following the Students of Mind team, our links are also in the description of the episode. If you are interested in getting support with finding mental health resources to support your needs, I do a service called Sister Sessions where I sit down one-on-one with people to help them find mental health resources. So if you're interested, go to studentsofmind.com slash sister sessions to book a session today. Thank you so much again for listening. I hope you learned something new or resonated with something you heard today, and I will see you next episode. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.